G'day everybody and welcome to This Week in Crypto. It has obviously been a fairly big week with Bitcoin pushing on to all-time highs. It's pulled back since then. I'm sure there are some nervous Nellies out there right now. We're going to have a look at a few things in the news at the moment that I think are going to help us to get a bit of perspective. But either way, I'm going to talk a bunch about it. So the first one we've got here is on Coindesk. Now, it comes down to Walmart, one of the largest companies in the world, certainly retailers when it comes to the US of A. And the US is not one of the largest holders of crypto, uh, sorry, populace for adoption in crypto. We did cover it last week. They do hold a massive amount of hash right now after China shut down the border or the rules about mining Bitcoin in China. It has shifted to the US as we discussed last week and the US has a lot more control over the hash rate. Does that mean we're going to see the US step up and legislate and do the right thing for the space or will they shut it down and move therefore Bitcoin and the miners and the exchanges into another demographic, or sorry, not demographic, a country or nation. Well, we don't know that. However, one of the things that we can look into is the fact that Walmart has quietly begun hosting Bitcoin ATMs, 200 of its Coinstar kiosks. So there's a, they've done a deal with, with CoinMe. Here it is right here. And there are 200 of these Bitcoin transaction machines, basically a Bitcoin vending machine, ATM, whatever you want to call it and they are in Walmarts. Now here you go, Walmart, the world's largest company by revenue. Well, there you go. The world's largest company by revenue is letting customers buy Bitcoin at dozens of its US stores. The weird thing I have about this little piece is letting. Okay, they are, because it's their company, they can do what they want, but we can kind of do what we want, right? I mean, it's just a company, it's just a shop that you go and buy stuff with. The machine charges a 4% fee for the Bitcoin option, plus another 7% cash exchange fee, according to the Coinstar website. Now, here's my gripe with this. That is what we would call fee gouging. If this was any other business, if this was you know, MasterCard or Visa, this would not fly. And for me, these fees are astronomical, and they are quite repugnant, repulsive, disgusting. Whatever name that you want to come up with, it's probably true because that is too much. But what it does do is it allows people to understand that they can have access to this on the major scale. If Walmart is now starting to do this, then there will be definitely competitors coming in with lower fees and it will be a pile in it. It'll be a stacks on after a rugby game when you know, when you mate the halfback, oh, not the halfback, no, the halfback, let's forget the halfback. When the, the prop crunches over the line and scores a match-winning try, it's pile on, everyone gets involved, and that's about as far as the analogy goes. When it comes to business, if there is someone who's doing this, gouging those types of fees, there will be more business that comes in as the um, acceptance of this, uh, you know, ATM land to buy Bitcoin is picked up and accepted. And of course, with Walmart, it opens the door for many other retailers and of course, uh, providers of these types of consoles where you can uh, deposit and withdraw Bitcoin. It allows them to drop the fees. And it always starts with a gouge and those fees will, I would suspect, drop 
over time. Bitcoin ATMs on the rise. The cryptocurrency ATM industry is expanding at a rapid pace, partly fueled by the COVID pandemic. Coinstar announced plans in 2020 to double its fleet of 3,500 CoinMe BTMs amid a spike in usage. But Walmart, long seen as the crown jewel to bringing crypto financial services into the mainstream, is another step up. Even if the 200 kiosk pilot is chump change for a company with 4,700 stores and a market cap of 409 billion, again, it's showing the biggest of the big are willing to start to dip their toe in the water. And what does that mean for us as investors and people within this space? Tell you what, let's wait and see. But it is good. Large retailers need to make sure they know the vendor they're getting into bed with and what that organization is doing to manage risk, Sattler said in an interview. Speaking of Sattler, Sattler, uh, what's the company? The uh, MicroStrategy. I believe, I, I truly, truly, truly believe that he will go down as you know, um, uh, George Soros breaking the pound, making 10 billion uh, sterling, I think it was, off breaking the pound. He is known and you know, scribed into history for what he did there. And you know, a, a magnificent move for finance, for trading, for all these things, not so good for the country. But when it comes down to just focusing primarily on the outcome of a decision that you made and pushing it through and having the balls to do it, George Soros, certainly on the breaking of the pound, uh, it goes down in history. I believe that Michael Saylor and his investments into Bitcoin through MicroStrategy will also be of that kin. I think that it could be one of the best, if not the best, trade a CEO of any company. And don't forget, it's not a trading or investment firm. MicroStrategy is not a trading and investment firm. I think that it could be the best trade that we will ever see during our lifetimes. And that is truthful from my standpoint. Traders brace for a drop to 58,000 if Bitcoin price loses the 62,000 support. Now, yes, there is definitely the outcome, that, sorry, there is definitely the view that we will see a pullback at some stage. Bitcoin, if I pull the chart up right here and show you the daily, has had a fairly astronomical rise since the support of 41,000. At the peak, that level, whoops, at the peak, that level was about 60, yeah, there you go, 60, caught 65%. Now, there have been no pullbacks throughout that period in time. Markets need to pull back to remain healthy. If you look at the weekly here, it's gone bing, bosh, we will see a pullback at some stage. And while that pullback might not happen now, I think it will make more people nervous given that if we get the pullback around all-time highs or breaking of those all-time highs, people may be a little bit upset. Yes, I also agree with the headline of this article to 58,000, and I'll show you why. 58,000 is right here at the bottom end of the cradle zone, the zone for which I like to trade from. I do believe, and I have been saying for a while to my members on tradercob.com, that we could see a pullback to that space. So be aware and be ready. So I do agree. It's just a headline here. Every other opinion I'm not too concerned about other than my own as I make my own decisions. And that should stand the same for you. Valkyrie, or Val, I don't know how to say that, Bitcoin futures to launch on NASDAQ on, the, on October 22. The thing is, is this major word here, futures. 
And here's the thing. A futures ETF is a wonderful thing for the market. It's a wonderful thing for news items such as this to bring confidence or whatever, or if people get confused and they think it's a, an actual ETF, that helps the market, no doubt. But the fact of the matter is, is that with a futures ETF, I would suggest that the trend shall continue and we will eventually see a Bitcoin ETF. And if and when we do, probably more when, not if, I think that in itself will send Bitcoin's price parabolic and make us all very, very happy. As it's stated here, this launch is important because it's further affirmation that US regulators want to collaborate with the industry to regulate crypto assets rather than ban them. That flips back to my first point about the US, uh, the hash rate now with the miners and their ability to make some serious moves in this space. Nothing more, nothing less. Now, we come into here, Australian ease regulations to facilitate crypto business, Senate committee reports. Now, let me give you an, uh, an idea. If you're not in Australia, our, our leaders, if you can call them that, probably drop the A and call them, you know, it's not a full word. They, they've had the opportunity for a very long time when it comes to renewable energy. Now, whether or not you believe in global warming or not, that is not the conversation I'm having with you at this point in time. The point I'm trying to make here is that we have a vast nation, one of the largest continents in the world with a population of about 26 million people. We have got so much red dirt that doesn't get rain for five to six year periods that we could have one of the world's or the world's largest solar farms and plants. If we had have started investing into education and technology for the facilitation and storage of the energy captured by our sunshine, which is free and natural and green, then we would be a lot further ahead and not still digging holes in the ground and saying, oh, Dale, I dug a hole, pat me on the back. Our government is fairly backward when it comes to the rest of the world in many aspects. Now, when it comes to cryptocurrency and digital assets, we are, I think, second in the world based on percentage populace of adoption. That's a big thing for Australia. It's a big thing to, to be you know, known for. Our politicians are so far behind that when they do go into a conference or a uh, sitting where they talk about technology, half the time they're asking questions that you could ask an eight-year-old and get the answers for. Now, coming down here, a Senate committee in Australia has made a number of proposals to address the lack of proper regulations for the cryptocurrency space. The lawmakers believe the country needs new rules for its fintech and digital asset industries to be able to compete with jurisdictions that are already attracting some of its own crypto firms. Now, this, for those of you who are not in Australia, has actually made somewhat the mainstream media. Will we see a brain drain on Australian technology smarts? The future is technology, not digging holes in labour. And I do apologise if that takes offence for you. However, that's the reality, and I will not apologise for seeing what is to be. Furthermore, we go down further and further and further. The committee considers the Treasury should conduct a policy review on the po uh, potential for a retail CBDC in Australia to ensure these issues are continuing to be appropriately explored in the Australian context. Now, I see this as a, you know, a piece of fluff that when you're watching TV, the fluff goes in front of the TV and you go, oh, look, there's some fluff and you never think about it again. 
the disdain for technology and development and growth within the technology sector by our politicians here in Australia is less than good. It is disgusting, it is atrocious, and it just is not something that I am going to believe in any state of the law. Sure, they will try their hardest to tax the Australian people that invest in cryptocurrency, and that's fine with me. I'm happy to pay my taxes, I do. But what they're not going to do is invest into our future anytime soon. The Morrison government here in Australia, the Prime Minister of Australia, and that whole uh, department have been, you know, talking about it. He walked into Parliament with a chunk of coal, joking about it. All of a sudden, because he got invited to Glasgow and the Queen said, or sorry, the Prince said, you have to come along or you should come along. Now, all of a sudden, everything is about green policy. Why? I believe that because some statistics were taken based on the individuals that are saying this is what's important to 75% of Australian people in a recent survey, they've suggested that climate change is of one of the major agenda points and policy points for the next election. All of a sudden, this government decides they want to tackle it. Technology is not part of that. On to the next one, JP Morgan. JP Morgan, Bitcoin's record run is being driven by inflation. Well done, JP Morgan. You're spot on the money. The same company that brought you anyone that trades Bitcoin whilst I'm in my tenure from the CEO shall be fired is now bringing you this. Inflation concerns are driving Bitcoin's record run, JP Morgan's strategist said. Gold is failing to perform over the last 10 years. You would be down on gold and you would be a casquillionaire in Bitcoin. As, inflation, as an inflationary hedge, prompting investors to rotate into BTC. We believe the perception of Bitcoin as a better inflation hedge than gold is the main reason for the current upswing, the strategist said. A shift away from gold ETFs into Bitcoin funds since September. The reason I highlighted that one very small line is because it is an increasingly uh, popular subject uh, it's an increasingly secret slash not secret within the financial world that Bitcoin is providing. Gold is not. As inflation rates have not declined despite the Federal Reserve's multiple remarks that it will be transitionary. Now, transitionary. Now, if you go and print 40% of your entire country's currency over two years, you are an absolute egg if you don't think inflation is only going to be for a little while. How is that going to work? It won't. In a country that has some of the lowest wage uh, numbers in the, the modern world. They, it's all about tips and they fight tooth and nail to make sure they don't have to pay people a living wage. If they're concerned about inflation as, business, you know, as, as these businesses are, you know there is a real bloody problem. Okay, to become the fastest ETF ever to reach $1 billion. That is what happened with the most recent launch of that Bitcoin ETF futures contract. And finally, coming back to Tesla, I'm not coming back to, you know, coming back to after months, Tesla's Bitcoin holdings have earned the company $1 billion in profit. Tesla has published its Q3 earnings, reporting a $51 million impairment charge uh, on its Bitcoin holdings last quarter. February 8th this year, Tesla announced it had invested exactly $1.5 in Bitcoin. Come down here. Its Bitcoin holdings amount to $2.48 Sneaky little pull of a billion dollars from a company that, is, although its share price has rose and rose, it is, it is almost like a crypto. It has failed for many, many, many quarters over many years to 
turn an actual profit. Bitcoin has helped Tesla to do that. So around the clock, around the block, around the world, we are seeing cryptocurrency and Bitcoin get more and more notice. And we can see that on our charts. Bitcoin has been on a fantastic run. Don't be concerned if there is a pullback. Healthy markets require pullbacks. Healthy pullbacks offer trading opportunities. And if you'd like to know more and learn more about trading, we have a free course at TraderCobb.com. It is Friday afternoon here in this sunny state of New South Wales. I've got a brand new Ford Ranger XLT and a boat. And I am getting out of here to pack both of those things up to take my family out tomorrow. Believe in yourself. Stay true to yourself. Don't shit in anyone's doorstep and be a good human being. And I've got your back. Take care and have a fantastic bloody weekend. Bye for now.